Okay, welcome back to another episode of Facts of Life. I'm your host, Zakia, and I have a guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hey, guys. My name is T from 212 with T Podcast. Anything Make sure else? y'all go subscribe to that <laughs> shit, please, because I need more listeners. Trying to get some sponsors out here. I feel you. Okay, so I do a segment... Why do I sound so delayed? Okay. All right. So I have a segment called Living My Best Life. So how are you living your best life right now? Mm, I am living my best life by not having any friends, honestly. (laughs) Wait. So I wanted to kind of talk about... I'm about to jump around. So I kind of wanted to talk about that because I listened to one of your episodes about when you talk about how the support thing or whatever, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But we can get into that later. But yes. Um, I mean, I still have friends, but I can relate because I've cutting back on talking to people yeah. for mainly this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen when you start to do stuff that you actually want to do that you've probably been thinking about for a long time Mm -hmm. you want support from the people who you have been supporting and when that doesn't happen it's just like well why the fuck are we friends anyway because like you have modeling going on and i post your pictures Mm -hmm. but i have my shit going on and you don't do anything to help me and then when i ask for help it's like you don't want to help me with anything but i watch the kids i be fucking buying kids gifts i so i decided like Tiffany, you're not going to do that shit anymore. You're just going to focus on yourself and whatever God has planned for you is just what it is. So I've just been focused on myself and trying to invest in everything that I've been doing. And honestly, it's been working out great for me. So fuck everybody else. Right. I feel you. So do you do something else besides podcasting or you just do the podcast? Um, I just do the podcast mainly. Um, Hopefully it'll open up uh, doors to, well, I actually wanted to be an A&R, but that really isn't that people aren't really making any money there Mm -hmm. people can find artists and um build them from the ground up so there really isn't a place for a&rs right now um so hopefully i can help get music out but not being an a&r so the podcast is a way for me to do that so yeah right now it's just podcasting but i feel like it's funny you said that because i feel like social media and people on social media are the new Mm a&rs like we talk about that a lot, about how you be watching one thing on YouTube and you start watching a different thing and, you know, so on and so, so forth. So I feel like we are the new A&Rs. Yeah. I don't know a lot about the music industry, so I don't know how much they get paid, but, mm-hmm. you know, the people that I follow, I see them doing it all the time. Like, yeah. You know, it's just, I don't know. I guess you just really have to love it to want to... Yeah, do something like that. That too, and you really have to love the artists that you're working with. And sometimes when you're at record labels, they'll push an artist on you and say mm-hmm. you have to make this person like pop. Right. That's something that I don't want to do. Like if I believe in someone, I want to be because I actually believe in them, like from top to bottom. And you're not gonna do that at a record label. Right. Did you go? What did you go to school for? For communications. Oh, what school did you go to? I went to Capital, <laughs> and then I went to Where's a school Capital? in New York, Capital Community College. Oh, okay. And then Yes Girl Community College. <laughs> oh, no, it and ain't then, wrong um, with that. I went to um, Empire State College in New York. I took online classes there. Okay, so you finished with your bachelor's in communication? I finished. I almost finished. So I have a couple more credits okay. <laughs> that I have to do, but yeah. 
Oh, I get it. Yeah, so I that's crazy. We were like the same person because I graduated with my degree. Mm-hmm. Well, not saying like it's a bad thing if you didn't graduate, but I went to school for communications. Yeah. Yeah. But nowadays you don't even really need your degree to do that. So right. it's like what's the point in me spending all this money because now I have to pay back all of these fees right for to Sally Maine it's just like why when I could have just done this on my own but right. I guess it's just a lesson that you learn when you get older yeah and that's funny because um, my little brother said he wants to go to school for audio engineer the one that's sitting out there mm-hmm. and I was telling him like you know you don't necessarily have to go to school for that if you are willing to research and right. teach yourself you mm-hmm. know so I mean, I, I'm against college now that I yeah, went me through too. it. Yeah. Especially if you're doing something like creative like this. You really don't need school All for you that. have to do is YouTube, whatever the fuck you want to do. When I wanted to start this podcast, I literally went on there because I asked a friend to help me um, learn how to edit. And he was like, I don't really have time. And I was like, it's really not going to take you that long. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, whatever. I went on YouTube, and that's how I figured out how to edit all my shit because I was just like, I'm determined to do this. So I don't... I mean, I guess if you want to go to college, if you're going to go out of state, then yeah, but like if you're just going to do something that you're passionate about, you really don't need, because college is not going to teach you podcasting. Mm -hmm. It's not going to teach you... um, How to use social media for your shit. Yeah, they don't teach you any of that (laughs) stuff, so it's like, hey, figure it out on your own. Like, Don't let anybody push college on you. If you want to do it, then go ahead, but... That's not for me. Yeah, I feel you. And everybody keeps saying, like, why don't you go back to school and get your master's or whatever? And I'm like, I have no desire, you know? First of all, I don't even have time now to fucking do that or to fucking meal prep or do anything that I should be doing, so I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I get it. All right, so I'm going to tell you how I'm living my best life. So I'm on vacation in Connecticut. It doesn't Which seem is really like, not vacation. It's not really. It's like <laughs> since I've been here, I've just been running around trying to hang out with people. Like I'm making up for because the last time I was here was in June. So I'm making up for what six, seven, eight months of lost time with mm-hmm. friends. So it's like literally, I am tired. Yeah. Like I just been running around hanging out with people, trying to do this, do that, hang out past ten o'clock, which I. You know, normally don't do. (laughs) So, yeah, that's how I'm living my best life. But I've had fun, like, seeing my friends, seeing my family. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes me think a lot about... Because I've been thinking about moving back, too. Girl, no, don't do it. Only because... uh, So I could commute to New York, you know? Well, yeah, that I understand. Yeah, that's the only reason why I would want to move back. But who knows what's in the... Yes. Yeah. Well, do you like it out in Houston? I do like Houston. Um, I I would say I've adjusted more now. It's mm-hmm. been it's about to be two years in August, mm-hmm. so I've adjusted. Like when I first got there, um, I was having a hard time. So now it's a little better. I feel like I know my way around now. Yeah. Not completely because it's a big ass city, but it's like. Yeah, I know how to get to some places without the GPS, mm-hmm. you know? So as far as, like, you podcasting, do you think that that is um, going to be a good idea for you to stay in Houston, or would you better just See, that's the thing. I don't know, because what I feel is that Houston, even the, the South in general, is just behind on certain shit yeah. when it comes to music and media, whatever. So it's like I want to stay because I want to see if it'll progress, mm-hmm. because there's podcasters out there but 
I don't believe there's anybody like the people in New York mm-hmm. that are doing the same thing that they're doing. Right. And those people are going on tour all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. So that's something I aspire to do, but I don't see any people... Not saying that people aren't doing anything with podcasting in Houston, but it's not the same level that I see the people in New York doing. And I'm not saying that it won't ever happen, but... Yeah, it's just a little slow right now. Yeah, it's a little slow, and it's like, I don't have patience, so I don't know. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) It's like, I wasted all this time all my life already. It's like, I can't waste any more time, so... Yeah, and I understand it's not going to happen overnight, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm trying to network more, Mm. but... I've only really been networking with men when it comes to like this whole podcasting oh, thing. My life. We really and are the same person. Yo, and then <laughs> like there's guys that are not even in podcasts. They'll just hit me up and be like, Oh, I'm trying to do this or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's like you're not. Yeah. You know, like you're not trying to do it. And it's like I just wanna spaz, but it's like I can't do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'd really want to, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll, see how well if you move back, we can team up and do yeah, some stuff. We can. Because <laughs> that's how you're driving back and forth to New York by yourself, like almost every single week, and does take a toll on you. But it's Oh, you time. be driving? Yes, I drive back and forth almost every single weekend. You better Sometimes than me. I'll get so tired, I'll be like, man, fuck this shit. I'm driving back home today. I'm going to do this interview, knock it out, and then I'm going to drive back home. So Yeah. Yeah, some, like it would help to have someone with me, but mm-hmm. that, that doesn't happen because people. It's hard when you don't yeah. got a team behind you. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let me get on to the icebreaker before we start going on the team <laughs> so the icebreaker question is going to be what do you value most in life um my mom and my dog <laughs> uh let me start i'll start with my dog first my dog snow um because i got him at a point in my life where nothing was going right mm-hmm. like i was dating this guy found out that and I was dating him for a while well at least what I thought was dating but it really wasn't dating because a nigga would just come over chill whatever and then mm-hmm. leave <laughs> but to me because we were spending so much quality time together it was just like all right this is my dude right um he ended up uh getting a girl pregnant came by told me that this girl was pregnant he didn't even know like where she was at. It was just, like, a whole bullshit-ass story. Now, mm-hmm. he got me pregnant. So I was sitting over there, like, like, what the fuck? Like, right. why would you get someone pregnant? And, like, we're going through all this shit. Then to come find out, he was living with another his baby mother. So, like, my dog came at a point in my life where, like, nothing was going right. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of, like, my savior because, like, literally people will tell you, like, you come home to your dog, your dog loves you. Like, mm-hmm. that's unconditional love right there. And then... Um, my mom, she's just she's just my rock. Like she really is my best friend. She laughs when I say this all the time, but if I can't I I have friends, but I don't have friends like I do with my mom. Like my mom will talk shit about me in front of my face. Mm-hmm. Friends that you have, they won't do that. They'll mm-hmm. do it behind your back, you'll find out stuff. So like she really is my rock and I don't know what I would do without her. Yeah, so, I yeah. understand. That's dope. Yeah. That's funny because I kinda got a dog. Well, <laughs> so homeboy over there, we supposed to get the dog together. So I wanted the dog, mm-hmm. and um, 
this way before I met him, I wanted the dog, and he found a person that was giving away dogs, so we got the dog, and long story short, I ended up giving the, he's gonna be taking care of the dog, primarily. Okay. Until the dog is trained. Ooh. Whatever. <laughs> so he's gonna be primarily taking care of the dog, but I love the dog, like, yeah. I don't know, he's just so, he's bad, but he's like, so sweet at the same time. Yeah, that's like, how my dog is, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so... Alright, so today is also April Fool's. Did anybody play an April Fool's joke on you today? Mm, no. No, I don't think anybody has. Also, has I Has anybody my, ever? Uh, my mom did when we were younger, but that was when we were younger. I don't really... I turn my phone on Do Not Disturb on yeah. April Fool's. <laughs> I don't be with the shit. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So, I didn't really see any good ones. The only one I really saw was on... The well, Shade I was looking, Room? I didn't even look. See, I don't really oh, do yeah, the shade room because I be feel like it's mad bullshit on the shade room. We was just talking about that at brunch yesterday. Like, I just can't sit and be on the shade room. Like, mm-hmm. that's just not my thing. Yeah. Like, even though I love the celebrity gossip, but at times I'm like, all right. You know, like, why yeah, do I care so end, much? Yeah. yeah. So I really don't be on the shade room like that. But um, what I will say is I saw on Twitter, I was trying to look for some April Fool joke, but... A funny one was, um, I guess somebody took a Brussels sprout and dipped it in chocolate and, like, you know, decorated it. It looked like a cake pop or whatever. (laughs) That's so childish. So childish. But I thought it was so funny because, like, that's a good way to get your kids to eat vegetables. To eat vegetables, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. All right. Okay. So I want to ask you a few questions about, you know, your podcast and your journey or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. What's your inspiration behind two twelve? Sorry, two twelve and with T. Um, my inspiration would probably be just cause I I love music. So like anything that had to do with music, um, I wanted to be a part of. First, I wanted to be a singer, but I don't got chops like Beyonce, so I'm not even <laughs> about to try to be no singer. So I, I initially like. I started listening to podcasts and I was like, this is pretty cool. Like, and the thing that really got me was I would sit on Twitter all day and tell, like, Tax. I remember, like, tweeting him, like, you need to start your own podcast. And then, like, mm-hmm. he tweeted me back and he was like, it's coming. And then finally it came. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Tiffany, you over here telling people to start their own podcast? Like, you need to start your own shit. Right. So last year in May, which is crazy because you started yours in May, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I started mine's May, May 18th. Oh, wow. That's only, like, a few days after I started mine. Yeah, so I I started on on May 18th. I actually launched on May 18th. Um, I just, I really love music, and I just felt like I have a weight with people. Like, I learned how, I know how to get down to the Mm nitty-gritty. I'm always giving advice to people, so I was like, why not use this to my advantage? So that's basically why I started it. Um, And the 212 and with T came from uh, a friend of mine's, she was trying to figure out how to, you know, get me a name from a podcast that has something to do with tea, and I was going to be, like, sipping on tea or come get this tea, something. It was mm-hmm. mad corny what I had, and she was like, 212 and I was like, well, what does that mean? And she was like, well, you know how Jim Jones is like, I'm about to go 212 with him. Like, it means, like, chop it up. So I was like, oh, that's right. perfect. So she was like, 212 and with tea. So that's where the name came from. So it worked out great. I didn't know that's what two two twelve of me, but also at the same time, I really don't listen to Jim Jones like yeah. that, so I probably would never know that. But thank you for letting me know what the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since you started the podcast, has anything changed for you besides, I would say, losing friends? 
Has anything else changed? Um, I'm more aware of people who want to come around because they know there are certain people who I'm interviewing mm-hmm. and then people who genuinely like want to help me get to where I'm trying to get. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that's it. And also, me doing this just showed me like you can really stick to something because like i will be here and i'm just like all right i'm about to meal plan today i don't do it mm-hmm. i'm about to go to the gym i don't do it but like the one thing that has stayed consistent in my life is me doing the podcast even if i've had a shitty day or whatever because i've had tons of like medical issues too right like when, within the past year like the podcast has been the one thing where i'm just like you have to do this like no matter what so like consistency with that yeah because i'm definitely a fucking procrastinator yeah, I, I understand. That's funny you say that because when I graduated school in 2015, I found a job like a month after I graduated. Obviously, it wasn't a job that I like working at, um, but I found myself starting to get depressed, mm-hmm. and um, I was just like, you know, I need something to look forward to at the end of the day, you know, because with school, I'm on a schedule. I'm going to class. I was on the step team. Um, what else did I do? I was in... NAACP, mm-hmm. I was always doing something, you know, it was always something to be done, but when you're done with school and that's no longer in your life, it's like, what, what do, do I have? do next, yeah. you know? And I had no idea what, how I could get a, de- a job with my degree because you could do multiple things with communications, you right. know? And I also didn't finish my journalism minor either, so it's like, I'm not going to apply to radio stations and it's like, I didn't even really finish journalism because I really don't want to do print journalism so I didn't finish I was like fuck it whatever mm-hmm. so um then I moved to Houston uh what was it August of 2015 and I still had no idea what I really wanted to do but um the girl that I was living with my best friend she suggested well I had already been listening to podcasts but she suggested like yo you, you know you need to do your own podcast or whatever like and I had no idea where to start, but, like, you know, since I've been doing it, like, I always have something to look forward to, so, mm-hmm. like, I'm very appreciative of this shit, because I be feeling like this shit my friend, even when I ain't got no friends, right. in a weird, <laughs> sick <Yeah>. way. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird, too, because, like, when I was listening to your, your podcast, I was like, damn, like, I know I'm not the only one who be on here just talking to themselves, I be yes. ready to that shit, so it made me feel good, but I was like, damn, if I don't have a guest, I'm just gonna go in here and fucking talk to y'all, like, it's somebody hard. gonna listen, like... It's hard. People don't get, like, me doing this shit by myself. Like, you know, I tr- I want to have guests, but I also want people to know, like, I could do this shit by myself, yeah. you know, because I, ha- like, I had people in mind that I wanted to ask to do the podcast, but I knew that they wouldn't have the same passion as me. Right. So I'm not going to waste my time, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it's just whatever. But, yeah, I really appreciate doing this shit. Like, yeah. It, it gives you thing. definitely something to look forward to. So, and then you have to invest in yourself. So you have to pay for your SoundCloud. Not a lot of people know this, but you have to pay for your SoundCloud. You have to, like, be diligent and make sure your shit gets accepted to Apple Podcasts. Like, it's Yo. a lot to do. Like, sometimes I'll just be sitting there, and I'm like, fuck, I really gotta edit this shit right now. Yo. So you gotta listen to yourself for a whole hour, maybe two hours sometimes. Yo. Cut pieces you don't want in it. It's a lot. So, like, that's one thing that I'm grateful for is, like, if there's anything in my life that I haven't been consistent in, it has been this. So I'm very, like, I'm gonna make sure I stick to this shit, and I hope you stick to it, too. 
I am. And it's funny because, like, my friends be thinking that I don't be doing shit. Like, I be up late at night. Yeah, like, so, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I be doing mad. Not saying I be doing mad shit, but, like, I also just started learning how to use Adobe Illustrator because I honestly can't afford to be paying people mm-hmm. to do make flyers, whatever the case is. So, it's like, I've been teaching myself that shit. So, it's like, I'm not just doing nothing with this yeah. podcast, you know? The marketing thing, I'm kind of struggling in, but we're going to get it right. Mm-hmm. I don't know when, but we're going to figure it out. So, yeah, I'm just really excited. I love, I love doing that shit. I love it. Did you see the um the Spotify sound boot, the sound boot camp? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, I was just talking to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Mad people was tagging me in it. Yeah. So when I get back to Houston, I'm gonna sit down and think about my answers, cause like I could do it now, but it's like it's so much going on. I'm not even gonna do that to myself. Like mm-hmm. I want to sit down, think about what I'm gonna say, whatever the case is. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, blah. I thought that was kind of cool that they did that. So hopefully. Yeah, we'll I don't see. know who paying for my flight to New York, but. Oh no, they said they they pay for it. Oh, for real? Yeah, they pay for it, like, oh, I didn't hotel, look at the your whole flight thing. and everything. Okay. Yeah. And then, oh, um, wow. you'll go on, like, a whole bunch of, like, uh, panels, you'll do that, and then they'll pick three people, and then I guess they're going to give $10,000, so wow. we'll see. I don't know how many people are actually going to apply for it, but I know I applied for it, so. Oh, you already did yeah, it? Yeah, you make sure you apply for it, but oh, I think I that am. was pretty cool. That's why I'm like, yeah, I need to sit down and think about this shit. Yeah. That See, would be, I, didn't, I, I would didn't love do to do that. And it's funny because I was saying, like, I would love to spend a summer in New York just to, like, I've been to New York millions of times, plenty mm. of times. But, like, I would just love to spend a summer in there because I feel like mm-hmm. New York yeah, is so the most, time. yeah, that's the most lit time in New York. Yeah. People are outside doing stuff. There's lots of festivals going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's not happening in Houston, but it's like, I feel like it's just different. Yeah. The way that people in the East Coast think about music and business and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can't afford it this year, but maybe one year I'll be able yeah. to spend a summer in New York. I don't even chilling. think you really need a summer. If you take a whole week out in there, that would be good. Like, you could network. And mm-hmm. it's really weird because the people out in New York, they show people so much love that, mm-hmm. like, if you ask them for help for anything, like, they will definitely help you. Like, I've met so many people out there and been able to network. So um, I'm probably going to spend a week out there pretty soon. I was supposed to do that this trip, just go there for... It was supposed to be a half a day, but I'm like, it doesn't make sense because... I have made plans with somebody on Friday, or my mom. I have made plans, so I'm like, if I go really early, like, I don't even know if the people that I want to hang out with are going to be up, mm. you know? And, because I be forgetting that I'm on vacation. Everybody else not on vacation, yeah. you know? So it's like, <laughs> I can't really uproot your life. Yeah. If I had more time, I think I would have did it, but, like, it's whatever. I'll, hopefully, the Lord will bless me with something where I could come back. And just go to New York. Just yeah. focus on New York. Well, hopefully I... you get picked when you uh, write down your your answers. I know that I filled it out and I was going hard. And then all of a sudden the fucking page, like, erased everything. And I had to go back. What? I didn't even, like, remember anything that I wrote. So, oh, no, like, the, the next time word. I did it, I made sure I copied, I pasted, yeah. put it on Word. And then, like, if anything happened, I was able to do it back. But Right. All right. So... My next question is going to be, what difference do you want to make in media? Um, I want people to be more real. Like, if you don't fuck with something, just just don't fuck with it. Like, mm-hmm. especially, I don't even think this has to do with just media, but in everyday life, like, 
even if it's your friends, like, be able to tell your friends, like, I would fuck with this, but the reason why I don't fuck with it is because you're doing it this way. Maybe you should try doing it that way. So maybe if I have my show that shows that to other people, they might want to do that as well. Um, so I think that's the only change that I'm trying to make um, in media. I don't, I don't think I'm trying to do anything else. I think everything else is pretty good. If something happens, it's probably just going to be out of nowhere, and that happens sometimes, so we'll see. Okay. All right. So, let's go on. So, I would say, not even with the podcast, but I guess in general, where do you see yourself in five years? Mm, five years. It could be the, about the podcast or whatever other things that you want to do. Um, In five years, I see myself... Um, I would say definitely with more listeners, sponsors, um, I would see myself in a better place at life, meaning I'm not going to be, so I'm not going to be living paycheck to paycheck. Right now, I don't feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck just because I moved back home for a little while and I got a chance to save up some more money to move into my other place, but I want to get to a point where I'm not even like... Mm, I'm going to hold off on paying this bill right now. Yeah. I'm going to just get this late fee. <laughs> and then I come back around and see if I can get the late fee waived. And yeah, then, like, we'll yeah, try to work yeah. something out. Um, I definitely want to be uh, more self-sufficient as far as um, other stuff other than my podcast. I want to be able to get up at 5 in the morning and go to the gym. Um, and then I want to be, I want to be able to take my mom on a trip without yeah. her having to pay for anything. So uh, that would be one of the things that I want to do. That's dope. I want to take, well, I want to take my family too, but I want to take my friends. Like, I want them to be able to, like, just lay out on the yacht and we just, yeah. you know, <laughs> we just doing our thing, man. I need a sugar daddy. <laughs> it's so crazy that you asked me where I see myself in five years and I didn't even mention kids. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. Okay, yeah. I feel that on a, a different level. <laughs> Not saying, I don't know if it's going to be five years when I have children. I really don't know. I really don't know. But I know that I just want to be happy, genuinely happy and settled and mentally prepared. And mm -hmm. I know you, people say all the time, oh, you're never going to be ready for kids or whatever. But yeah. it's like, I just want to be know that I'm on the right path mm -hmm. before I bring other people into this world. And it's like, at the same time, this world is so shitty. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's so shitty. I don't know if I even... Like, I do, but it's like, I don't know, man. Yeah, they just like, I'm gonna be like, damn, boy. And my, my fucking imagination is crazy. So, like, I'll be, like, laying in bed. And I'm like, yo, what if a bullet just start flying right across my face? Like... <laughs> Like, if I bring a child in this world, like, I don't want to have to be like, you know what, you're going to be homeschooled for a little while until they right. get this gun shit under control, so. I would love to homeschool my children. I was just thinking about that, too, because they, this whole gun control shit is some bullshit, and I really don't fuck with the government, so it's like, I want to have my kids in homeschool, because I mean, you can't protect them from everything, but, like, I would want to try to do my best to protect yeah. them as much as possible if it's in my power. So, yeah, I don't know if they're going to go to public school. 
I don't know about that. Because I went yeah. to public school. And I'm not saying I turned out bad, but... Mm-hmm. But also, I went to school in the middle of the hood, too. So yeah. it was like, it's different. You know, like, I feel like people in the hood, like, we have an understanding. Yeah. And, like, when you go to schools in the suburbs, they don't really have an understanding, you know? So it's like, but I also, I don't know, it's weird. I want to, I don't even know where I want to, like, live as far as, like, the suburbs or living in the hood, whatever. I just know I want to live good. I definitely don't want to live in the hood. Yeah. But um, I I don't even think I would want to live in the suburb. I'm not a suburbs kind of girl. Like, I need Mm. to be out in the city. Like, I need my kids to experience that type of stuff. I don't want them to just be, like, in a cul-de-sac thinking that's what life is because it's not. Right. It's a lot of cul-de-sacs in Houston, too. I just noticed. <laughs> you said what? I said I grew up in a cul-de-sac. I see. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> I did too, though. That's the crazy part. <laughs> Find me at the end of the circle. <laughs> Find me at the end of the circle, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Using garbage cans as a Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh shit. All right. So I asked you a couple of questions about. Uh, you know, where you live in and whatever. So, what's one thing you like about Connecticut? Mm, nothing. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what do I like about Connecticut? Jeez. I know there's a, a lot question. of there's a lot of talent out here, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. But there's a bunch of super dope people out here. But because we don't have the equipment and we don't have um, like just the media out here right it's just no one is getting heard or seen so it's kind of hard we Um, get overlooked yeah but that is one thing that i like out here because it's like we're underdogs so when that time comes like it's it's gonna hit everybody full force so i'm waiting for that to happen and i can't wait and what's one thing you like about new york Mm, i love everything about new york (laughs) (laughs) um i hate that there's so many i think i just like walking outside knowing that (laughs) When I walk outside, it's not just going to be me looking at the street. Like, there's people walking around. There's Doing stores shit. that are open. Yeah, yeah, if I go outside now, it's like, I go outside at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. There's nobody there. Like, I could go outside at 2 o'clock in the morning and just sit on the steps and somebody will be out there and be like, hey, what's good? Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. do that here. People are inside. Yeah. It's, it's funny because... New York and, like, Houston are the complete opposite. And I'm not saying that people don't be out in Houston, like, past 2 a.m. Like, they do, but it's, like, mm. they're not loud either. Like, my mom's brother... I mean, my mom's brother. My little brother, his dad is from Brooklyn. And mm. we used to go out there... I don't know if it was every weekend or every other weekend. But when we would go out there, I used to be so annoyed because, like, they would be up to, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, yeah. and I'm trying to sleep. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But it's like, it's nothing I can say or do because this is y'all shit and this is what y'all do, right. you know? Like, but they would be out partying, especially um, Labor Day weekend. Yes. It mm-hmm. used to be, like, Barbecues. crazy. Yep. <laughs> I used to be so annoyed. Like, why do we have to come here this weekend? Mm-hmm. But I love the Labor Day parade. Um... Anyway, if you guys don't know, for people that live in Houston, Labor Day Parade is in Brooklyn. Um, It's on the tip of my tongue, the parkway. What is it? Eastern. Yes, Eastern Parkway. And it's a West Indian Parade. If you're not West familiar with West Indian culture, they have, what is it, Juve? Am I saying it right? Mm-hmm. Ju- Juve. Okay, so they have Juve that morning. They do the 
the parade. They have the bands, the costumes, and all that shit. And it be lit as fuck. Food be good. I was yeah, repping Trinidad back in the day. Because, like, I'm not West Indian, mm-hmm. but I fucks with the West Indians, though. Yeah. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, I fucks with y'all for some weird reason. And I think it's because, like, I'm really West Indian. Like, I used to be West Indian in my past life. Like, yeah, at heart. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucks with y'all. Like, y'all, y'all my whole thing. Like, that's, that's what it is. I appreciate that. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's get down to. You heard about the whole Fab and Emily shit. Yes, I'm like broken hearted over that. Okay. I don't even know how to. F- I'm not saying I don't know how to feel about it. Like, I think it's fucked up. But it's like with Fab, it's like I don't know. He's always been like super mysterious. And so I don't know if this is... Like, obviously, it's normal behavior because of this video that they put online um, because she looks pretty scared in the video. But Mm. it's like, it is fucked up to see that he's... I feel like I grew up on Fab, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't really listen to rap like that, but I did fuck with Fab because he always had the bangers and he was always connected to the people, you know? So that's why I fucked with him. But, like... I don't know, man. This shit is fucked up, man. So, Emily How do you feel about it? Em, girl, (laughs) I'm just gonna tell you this right now, straight off the bat, like, you knew what type of nigga Fab was. It's clear what she you knows mean, what, like, type what type of guy of... she is, what type of guy he is because she's screaming in the back. This not this could not have been her first time that she's actually known that Got he was capable of doing yeah. something like this. Mm-hmm. We've seen him in the past. Like, she's been on Love & Hip Hop. She's voiced her opinion about him. Like, so you know what type of dude he is. Mm-hmm. So I know it's very hard to just stop dealing with a nigga and then mm-hmm. to stop dealing with a nigga who has money and fame and stuff like that because mm-hmm. on the outside it looks pretty good you guys are taking family pictures right. trying to one up envy and all that stuff <laughs> like so we get it but it's like girl you got kids to worry about like right and that's the thing like i try not to, i've never really been in a domestic violence situation well i guess i don't know if people consider this domestic violence so one of my ex-boyfriends like, we were on a phone plan together, mm-hmm. and it was in my name because he didn't have good credit. Uh-oh. So, he was a producer, <clears> and <throat> he would always be at the studio, and I used to be like, nigga, you supposed to come pick me up from work or whatever. Like, I'm one time he didn't pick me up. Right now. And that's yes, exactly girl, what there. I did. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> but I, I do that shit in the, in the morning time, like at 2 a.m., so that when he wake up in the morning, he knows like, shit oh, is on, but he don't know before then, yeah. See, I did that shit at work, because he, he wasn't going to come get me and I'm like oh yeah nigga I got you mm-hmm. so I cut the phone off and he came t- he, he ended up coming cause he was like oh this bitch cut my phone off, off yeah, yeah exactly so he ended up coming to pick me up and I was like great I got a ride home and <laughs> you cut his shit back on right then and there no I didn't <laughs> so he was trying to take my phone and we were tussling for the phone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's considered domestic violence, but at the same time, like, he brought me, because at the time I was living with my grandmother, and he brought me to my grandmother's house, and um, so we were tussling for the phone in the driveway, and my sister was living there at the time. And at that time, I think my sister had came out the closet. She was gay, so she was dressing like a guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she intimidated him. She was like, yeah, I'm going to kick you out. Like, I'm going to beat you up if you keep, if y'all keep doing this or whatever, you yeah. know? And she took his wallet out of his back pocket. Okay. So he had no choice to give me my phone back. Mm. But I don't know if that's considered domestic violence. Like, it's tussling 
domestic violence? Like, do you think it's domestic violence? Um, I don't think it's domestic violence, but I think that if he's willing to go that far to tussle with you, then mm-hmm. who knows what he might be able to do afterwards. And to me, in no way, shape, or form is domestic violence, like, okay but it's like as women like we have to learn to look at signs like right we can't care about what other people are gonna think like if we're not with this person anymore what the blogs are gonna say because now look it got to a point where they have now footage. everybody First of all, i don't know. even know how the hell they got the footage of like the front of the house like that whoever so, took that footage is either in fab's camp or her camp right and they got paid to uphold that shit. yeah so it's just like it, it's just a sad situation. Like, I feel bad for Fab and I feel bad for Emily because that nigga is never really in shit. Yeah. And, and but it's, I feel bad for Emily too because she really looked like she was scared for her life. Again, Fab is a broken ass nigga. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to act the way he's going to act. But also, Emily, like, we all saw signs before. Like, see, I didn't really catch the signs though. Like, and I guess because I really didn't care for Emily because, like, when she said that he didn't want to be on the show, I was like, Fuck that nigga, like, you know? Yeah. Not like that, but it's just like, if he's not willing to support you in this time where you... Because I felt like that was the opportunity for her to shine on Love & Hip Hop, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, he kind of took it away from her in a yeah. weird way because he didn't want to be on a show. And then it's like, she... You could tell... Now that I'm thinking about it, she was super timid mm-hmm. as well. Like, you know, she talked about their relationship, but she didn't really go into detail about whatever's going on. We knew that... He was doing. He was disrespecting her. I felt like you know, yeah. but it wasn't like signs where it's like, oh yeah, he beating the shit out of her or some shit like mm-hmm. that. I really don't fucking. Know, I just but. to me, it's just like I don't, I don't know what would have, would have been the reason for him to be on there. Like I feel like if that was gonna be a platform for her, she should have used it to her advantage, like Juju did. Like mm-hmm. she's still Juju without like Cam in the picture or out the picture. So like right. maybe that's what Emily should have did. Like Fab is not someone who validates her. She should have took that opportunity and made it into something bigger. Um, I guess that goes back to, like, you just having confidence in yourself yeah. and being secure with yourself and who you are because, you know, I don't know the details of their relationship. And it's like, I try not to get into celebrities' relationships because it's like, they're human at the end of the day, right. you know? But... I don't know the details of their relationship. I don't know if, you know, they've gotten into arguments or she said some bullshit. I don't, I really don't fucking know. So it's mm-hmm. hard for me to, like, really say, and I think it's fucked up that he put his hands on her. And yeah. I don't think that he should do that well, shit. Well, I mean, the, the verdict is still out on that. Because I don't know if we actually found out for sure if mm-hmm. he actually put his hands on her. But it is fucked up if he did some shit like that. And he obviously should take full responsibility full responsibility. Um, but for me, like, what got me was just the kids screaming in the background. Like, that really oh, just, yeah. like, fucked me up. So I hope they get that shit together. I hope they get that shit together, too. So if you are listening to this and you are in a domestic violence situation, you can call the number. There's a um, national hotline number, and it's 8- 1-800-799-7233. right? I hope they're better than the suicide hotline, just saying. Yeah. I don't, I don't never call it a suicide. Yeah, I don't <laughs> so, okay. at all. All right, so, can we cut, I use the bathroom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. I had to go. <laughs>
sorry. That liquor ran right through my ass. I see, I see. <laughs> okay. Alright, so my last question is going to be, what can the listeners expect from you in the future? Um, so I'm going to add a co-host. Uh, David Hall, he's a photographer out here. He's done, like, our Basil. Um, he's done a lot of stuff. Um, he's worked with people um, from Texture Magazine, which is, like, a black-owned magazine. Mm-hmm. He's my friend, but I'm adding him mostly because, like, there are times, like, I have colitis. Like, I just found out that I have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, it's, like, you're, you're basically, like, your insides, like, they get inflamed. So, like, it's hard for you. You can't digest certain foods. So, there's been times that I'm just, like, sluggish and I really can't, like, do stuff mm-hmm. or, like, I have to go to the hospital. So, I decided that I'm going to add him on there and I'm adding him on because I trust him. I know him. I know he's going to be on top of his shit and he lives in New York. Mm-hmm. So, there's ever a time that I need to just be, like, I need you to, like, Take over. Take over, yeah. I know that he'll do it. Yeah. Um, so I'm adding him on there, uh, which is going to be, like, a good dynamic because he'll bring more listeners in, and he's out in New York. So, like, if I need to get something done, I know he's going to do it. Um, I am supposed to be um, interviewing a lot more people. I'm just trying to get, like, times and schedules together so they can look out for that. Then I'm going to start vlogging. Um. I'm not going to be vlogging about, like, products that I'm trying or anything. I'm just—people need to know who, like, T is, who Tiffany is. So, um, in order for you guys to know that, you have to see my face. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I'm going to start doing that because it is hard out here in Connecticut. So, if any of you guys are Houston are listening, please, please, (laughs) please subscribe. I promise I'm Yeah, where can they find you? Um, so I just got on Stitcher and I am on Apple Podcasts and I'm also on SoundCloud. Okay. That's funny you said that about the vlogging because I try to, well, I've been trying to do it. Like my coworkers let me borrow her camera. I didn't bring it because she needed it. Mm. Um, but it's hard vlogging because it's like you got to record every second of your day. Yeah. It's like I'm trying to do it by myself. And like I did a few videos. I haven't uploaded them or edited them or anything. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what are y'all? What the fuck? Then I'll be watching like the other vloggers. Like when I was on YouTube heavy, I'd be watching the other vloggers. Like, oh, yeah, I could do that shit. But it's like. Who really wants to sit and talk about themselves? Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. But it's like, oh, at the same... I don't have anybody to record me either, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I'm trying to do it myself, and it's like... Yeah, so f- I think lot. for me, what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to just record, like, events that I have going on. Like, mm-hmm. so I know I'm supposed to have, like, a game night at my house, like, in a couple of weeks. I'm probably going to vlog that. Right. And then the studio that I'm actually... I record at, um, it's, like, my second home. So they now record you, so, like... All the interviews you do, you'll get, like, recordings of that. So I'll probably just add that on YouTube. Right. But I'm not going to—it's not going to be an everyday thing. It's just going to be certain things that I feel like you guys need to be there for. Like, you guys need to see expressions. You guys need to see who I'm interviewing if you don't know them or you haven't heard of them. Right. Um, So that's something that I'm going to start doing. So I hope hope 
that is going to bring in more listeners and that people are going to enjoy because one of the things that I wish I had is like I had Shaw Santiago on like one of like the episodes where I felt like should have been big mm-hmm. but no one knew who the fuck I was so like yeah. if they didn't know who I was they just seen this it's like oh this is a regular ass interview but it was like yo it's Shad Santiago like why the right. fuck aren't people listening to this shit so yeah hopefully the visuals will help yeah I think they've helped me a little bit I've only been doing it on my phone because one of the things one of my homeboys said um he listens to Joe Budden podcast I don't listen every week um, I may listen every now and then, but mm-hmm. he was saying, Joe was saying, just to create through it, like, even if you don't have a fancy camera or yeah. if you don't have a studio, just record anyway. Like, yeah. just do your shit, and people are going to fuck with it. Like, people that fuck with you are going to fuck with it either mm-hmm. way. So that's why I started recording on my phone, and I record in my apartment, but it's like, it's not the best setup, mm-hmm. but it's like, at least you get to see me, see my expressions, or whatever the case is. So it's like... I'm trying to be consistent with that, but sometimes the video, it's, um, editing the video is a little bit harder than editing audio. Yeah, I can like, imagine. I haven't had to do that yet, but man, I'm dreading it. It's, it's tough, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 what? I said my little brother edits. All right, so you can find me, Zakia, <laughs> the host. Uh, I am five foot two. I'm literally five two. And <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at I'm Five Foot Two, and then you can find the podcast Facts of Life Pod on Twitter, Facts of Life Podcast on Instagram, Facts of Life, uh, the group chat on uh, what's it called Facebook, and make sure you guys are subscribing to this podcast. I'm gonna kick your ass. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, I'm gonna but, kick your ass. <laughs> all the way. But nah, seriously, I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate you for coming and doing this interview with oh, me. Thank you for having me. And hopefully, you know, we can get up in the near future. We can cross paths at the Spotify joint. Yes. And we can get our lives there as well. So again, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you, and I'll see you on the flip side. We good?